Hey, dear listeners, as maybe a lot of you know, uh, my unbelievably beautiful and brilliant son, Jack, decided to come into the world two months early. And it was the most difficult time of my life, which is why I'm so passionate about an organization called GAPS, which is the Global Alliance to Prevent Prematurity and Stillbirth. And I want to help raise money for this amazing organization. So we've decided to sponsor a trip for a winner to come to LA to hang out at my house with me and Sim for an upcoming podcast taping. We will fly you and a friend out, put you up in a hotel, and you can even be on the podcast if you'd like. No pressure though, right? They don't have to be on the podcast, but no, they'll, have, no, they'll no. have a microphone. Or they could, they, yeah, they could just hang but out. They get to whatever. hang out and they yeah, get to be yeah. friends with us and they get to talk to our yeah. celebrity guest. And of course, and give advice. That sounds pretty cool, actually. Just go to www.crowdrise.com slash unqualified to enter. Every $10 is a chance to win, and all of the proceeds are going to a cause that means a lot to me. Gaps.org. That's G-A-P-P-S dot org to help prevent premature and stillbirths. And then again, to join that contest, it's crowdrise.com slash unqualified. Every $10 is a chance to win, and we hope to see you here with us. Okay, so you're at the Sutton Place okay. in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. You're shooting a movie. Yeah. You're at the Gerard Room. After a long day of work, mm-hmm. you're sitting at the bar. Yeah. I <laughs> sit down next to you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Hey, what's up? Hey, girl. Oh my God. Hey, I'm Kayla. Hi, Kayla. Oh my. Wait, no, you are not. What? I'm not what? You are. Wait, you're that really funny. Oh. Oh my God! Your name is Hitney Whitney. Oh, Whitney, the second one. Whitney. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was so nice to Coming. meet you. Coming. Yep. Sure. That's so cool. What are you doing here in Vancouver? I'm ha- in a here for a funeral that happened oh. this morning. So oh it's not gosh. the best time to. You know a lot of Canadians. Uh, no. Is your family Canadian? Was it a family member that died? I don't remember, honestly. Hey, Kayla. It's I hard think, to talk about. Oh my be. God, this is Marco. Hi, Marco. Uh, you, you're familiar with him. <laughs> You've been here for a while, no, it looks like. Of course I don't know, Marco, but. I think Whitney wants to enjoy her drinking alone. Marco, I would love a cherry, cherry, cherry tequila bomb. Okay, sure. Thank you. Um, that's so crazy. I have been such a big fan of yours. I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're, you're welcome. Just a, you're a dream. God, you're so beautiful in oh, person. That's so nice of you. So are you. Oh, I feel like well, that I had to say that. Can I ask your advice about a couple of things? I feel like you're going to, whether I say yes or not. So um, okay. First of all, so I really like I've already been acting for a long time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying out this new stand-up routine oh, as well. Cool. And I know that that's like your fort. And I want, I don't know, I would just love to hear like your thoughts. Uh-huh. Um, so like what builds confidence in a young person like me? 
Um, well, like if I'm doing stand up or acting or like, how do you get into a character? Or how do you build a joke? I would say just go that way, anywhere over there. Uh, West. West. Just get, go watch comedy. Go to a comedy club. <gasps> you have such a um, carefree, reckless energy. How um, do you, where do you get that? You're very brave. Thank you for asking. You don't seem very like self-critical. It's because I had to instill within oneself myself um a sense of like completion okay so that was like it it requires being really strong you know what's great about you it's like you don't care if people don't understand what you're saying you know what I mean yeah like it's you're like I'm moving forward whether you're with me or not which is the key to being a good stand-up. Sometimes you got to just keep going. You just Even if they don't going. get it. You're so right. You've got that skill. What do you do when um, everyone is like booing you? Um, well, that's a weird question because in the question you're kind of implying I get booed a lot. It's deeply hurtful. You yeah. know? But you don't care. That's what's so great about you. You don't care if you're like hurting someone's feelings or not making any sense. You're like, I'm doing this, you know? So that's a great instinct. I think you're going to make it. Whitney, are you okay? Do you need the check? I I haven't been okay for a while. Well, here's the check. Where are the poppers? The poppers are coming up. I can can bring them to your room if you'd rather have that. I feel like we're actually making some ground. Okay, so you're okay. I just want to make sure you're okay. Yeah, thank you. I'll never be okay after this, but thank you for asking. Yeah, I feel like you just, you got to like play it cool with celebrities. You know what I mean? Do you like Canadians? Yeah. I yeah? don't not. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes. Do you? I don't know. <laughs> Why are you in Canada again? You're shooting a movie? I heard, well, I heard you were here. <laughs> oh, um, you yeah, see, that's the kind of thing that makes people scared for their life. You know what I mean? Why are you laughing? This is scary for everyone but you. Why, you're laughing more. There's less just, funny against. You know, I feel like your heart is in the right. Why are you laughing so hard? Because I'm getting more scared the more funny you think it's it is. It's so funny because I thought, I was like, oh, please let her be down here in the Gerard room. I'm here you are here i am am. what did you think like once you you, what was your goal oh my god i just knew that i feel i felt like we were going to be partners not only physically but also comedically sure okay wow whitney oh i've been in that was like the least crazy person that i've dealt with (laughs) damn who's the craziest what do most people will be like I have to get leave. Get me out of here. Yeah. Oh, like, Kayla, I have, get the fuck out Kayla, of here. Kayla, I like. I, I have this very special place in my heart for Kayla. I feel like if one wrong turn in my early teen years, and I could have been Kayla. <laughs> I feel like I understand her. I I appreciate her. I'm gonna get a Kickstarter going to get her a hotel room and to get her comedy. Like I, she's got Moxie, and she's very brave, and I appreciate. It. She knows who she is. She also knows who she is. And doesn't pretend to be anybody else. That's what I like about Kayla. Unapologetic. Whitney, what? I love you. Thank I love you, you so deeply. much for coming back. Thank you for having me back. I feel like last time we did this, our live f- very show. first live That's show. That's right. Yeah. That was crazy. You were amazing. That was so much Remember, fun. you hit Al. What was it? You were hitting Alice. <laughs> 
like oh, in, the, in the yeah you were smacking <laughs> Allison's ass. You, you called her up on stage just to smack her ass that's right oh, how could you not though it's irresistible Ooh. ass okay so we're gonna do before we get into the other stuff we're gonna do a few deal breakers okay love deal breakers so you have to imagine that you're single I don't know if you are I'm not at the moment but I always have my deal breakers on the top of mind okay yeah number one he drives a minivan but doesn't have any kids not a deal breaker. He sounds awesome. Okay, why? It can't be white and it can't have candy in it. <laughs> so it's gray. I like, okay, maybe you're right. No, I know. No, I, there's no I, I like, I don't like a guy who has too fancy a car. That is a red flag What's for a fancy me. car? Like, What's too fancy? Lamborghini, you know, or like a Mercedes, those big trucks. Like, it's just like, I don't know. I don't like it when guys, priorities seem like they might not be straight based on what they spend on their car. Tinted windows, the guys that make their cars matte, the paint not shiny. You know, they went to a place and left it for two days. I'm like, when are you, where are your priorities? Guy that drives a minivan, it's like it was passed down from his mom or his sister, and he's just driving it. I kind of like that. Okay. Am I talking myself nope. into dating no, 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 a pedophile? No, no, no. Is that what I'm doing? No. He's a school teacher for this amazing charter mm-hmm. school, mm-hmm. fifth grade. Okay. Still okay? <laughs> Because I'm, I'm, I'll present another profession here in a minute. Okay, teacher with a van. He has to. What if he coaches a soccer team and has to carry the bags of soccer balls, the bags of basketballs? He. I, no, I, no. Sometimes I have a lot of luggage. I need someone to drive me to the airport. Moving. Have you ever tried to move furniture to the dump and throw it away? You need someone with a minivan. This guy sounds very useful. Useful is big on my list. Okay, but I basically want to date a handyman. Give him uh, the van as a graduation present. <laughs> But he graduated from Brown. But is he, is he 21? Am I dating a 21-year-old? He's 24. See, that's a bigger red flag for me than having a minivan. I think that because now I'm the pedophile. So I feel okay. he's 38. Okay. And has a minivan from graduation. Yeah. Yeah. Not uh, shallow. Yeah, and he is uh, working his way up to manager uh, at Chili's. There isn't a Chili's in Encino, and I have been. I love the Chili's. I love Chili's. So if he Listen, can, I, if he can get me a discount at Chili's, add to cart. If I can eat at Chili's for forty five cents, I'm so in. That means he can put all the like takeout in his minivan, and we can eat Chili's for a week. And also, it sounds like he might have a pretty good sense of humor. I agree. Not shallow, can bring home delicious gourmet Mexican food, has space in his minivan. <laughs> I yes. can live in the minivan if stuff goes south. Yeah. For some reason, when I picture minivans, <laughs> I picture having, this is how many drug dealers I dated in high school, that they take the seats out of the back of the minivan <laughs> for you to lay down and like sleep in it. So, I, so there's a mattress in the back? <laughs> like a couch. So if there's seats in the back, I'm happy to sit in the back. <laughs> If I'm just going to fly and hit the walls every time you turn, maybe that's not so good. Okay, number two. He tells you, my mom always says I'm a great kisser. Yeah, that's going to be a no for me, dog. I'm going to have to pass on that. It's a hard pass. Are you sure? Yes. Sure. That's a hard sure. I know I vacillated on the last one. You wouldn't ask him what he means by that? You would just... I would call the police. (laughs) I would call NAMBLA. I don't know if that's still a business, but... Okay, he's been married three times. Not afraid of commitment. This is sounding good. Really? Married three times. Yeah. 
Because I'm old with is he? You. How old is he? Is he 25? <laughs> uh, he's, let's say, 43. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. That could happen. It could happen. Because here's the thing. If you're in a relationship four years, three times, what's the difference? Exactly. 43 makes sense. You can be married three times and it should be fine. If you get married early in your 20s, yeah. that didn't work out, your high school sweetheart, and then you have um, a short-lived relationship that you ended up getting married to someone you weren't supposed to get married to her. Totally. And then then you had the rebound, and that didn't really last, but you at least you know what commitment is at that point. Yes. Now, the fourth one is definitely the one that works out. You know out. what? Good with money. You exactly. pay less taxes when you're married. This guy is a financial genius. And believes in romance. And believes in romance because I think that we do this confusing thing where we like are like, men don't want to get married. And then when they do get married, we're like, he's been married. It's like, well, pick one, you know? Yeah. I think I-, I wouldn't want people to judge me for the decisions I've made in my past. So I like to be tolerant. I think that's awesome. He's already got dress a dress for me. <laughs> There's three <laughs> dresses I can pick from. <laughs> he loves you. He loved me, girl. He already has a wedding plan. Like, he's done this. He can plan the wedding. He's been through this. That sounds great. Okay, he puts water on his cereal. I do that. <laughs> <laughs> I do, do that all the time when I'm in hotels. And what? Because I, I carry cereal boxes with me. What? <laughs> this is so sad. I didn't realize how weird it was until I said it out loud and everybody, like, gasped. Um, yeah, I put water on cereal all the time. Okay, first of all, you carry cereal i take cereal with me on the road like what kind like um like fruit loops or you know cheerios so, so like, like frosted mildly flakes. junky cereal garbage like, yeah. yeah but you know those little mini boxes oh, that love them come in strips yes they make you happy yes i pack them and then the mornings you know where the coffee section is in the hotel room on top of the mini fridge i take one of the coffee cups i put my cereal in it and i just put oh, sink water on it what, <laughs> what else do you need how does it, just, how does it <gasps> taste it, I mean, you know, it's soggy, sugary. It, it's better than like childhood. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it does kind of bring back the, the sort of sad childhood vibe. Do, would you put a lot of water, like to fill just it up, enough like, to make it moist? Just, to- <laughs> <laughs> just enough to make it edible, you know, because if you eat cereal without any kind of right. moisture, it's gonna you'll die, you'll choke to death. It'll like just expand in your mouth. So I do that all the time, like when I have to get up early for flights and Whitney. Is this the saddest thing you've ever heard? No, it's fascinating. No, no, no. I love it. No, no, it's it's not. Uh, and well, I sometimes, if I don't have milk at home, I'll do I'll do it at home. I'll do it at home too. I'll, I'll say it. <laughs> I admit it. I did put on raisin bran. It's like raisin bran tastes terrible with milk or not. You might as well just put water on it and save yourself the calories. You know what I mean? Raisin bran or cheer, it's gonna suck no matter how you eat it. You know? Okay, he spray tans. Whew. That's really that's really rough. Here's the thing: I don't want to contribute to shaming men for having female proclivities, but that's a that's gonna be a deal breaker for me. It's gotta be. I can't date someone who's tanner than I am. It's embarrassing. Okay. All right. Well, what would like what other things like waxing? Self tan is basically makeup. Right. You're wearing makeup. But don't we like date uh, like people in that realm all the time? 
Like, aren't we in the world of vanity? Kind of. We kind of are. I'm dating someone who's not in the business, but we did go on a trip and he was like, I got to go out and get some sun. And I remember telling him, I don't find this attractive, (laughs) what you're doing. But do you think that that's because um, it's nice to be with somebody who isn't wrapped up like like in their own vanity? That's a great Where it's like, isn't that what I get to do? I get to sort of be embarrassed about my own vanity. Or I have to think about this so much for myself. I don't want to all, you know, but it's also, I think, nice when someone shares an insecurity. So you feel like you're not just an insecure, crazy person, you know, like I remember dating a guy who was like very like into weights and he would eat like protein powder or like chicken and that's like all he ate. And I remember feeling kind of relieved by it because I was like, oh, it's nice to know that I'm not just like a neurotic mess who's counting calories and you're just eating whatever you want, you know? So by comparison, I seem even crazier. Like there's something kind of nice about someone else having an insecurity. But I also felt like, um, like in this town, it makes me feel like a woman if, um, I get to feel a little bit like I'm the one who's like, yes, I'm going to go maybe get some hair extensions. I'm going to go get my roots done. I'm going to get waxed and feeling like my partner isn't as into that, idea as much as I am that's I interesting I, I don't think there's know there's an appeal of both like I'm I think there's an appeal of both I, I think just the idea of hey babe I'm gonna go get a spray tan is a little bit like <laughs> I'm gonna have to lean out <laughs> that's weird I don't know any man that's ever gotten a spray tan oh I, yes you do who? yes you are. yeah really? yeah no they just yeah. haven't told you yeah they're just not like say hey, sim dude I'm going to that just seems like tan. such a weird thing I mean any even I feel like pedicures but I also think that like if you have an ingrown hair, ingrown hair, sorry, <laughs> let's not get into that. But ingrown toenail, yeah. like I knew a guy that had an ingrown toenail and it like hurt him to walk. And I was like, just go get a pedicure. He's like, no, that's bitch. Like that's bitch. And I'm like, right. So there's that double edged sword. Yeah. I don't want to shame men for being, right. like, taking care of right. themselves and Completely. being hygienic. And but, wanting to look like they want to look, uh, of course. And I also think it's kind of like, you know, the idea of a guy going to get a spray tan and seeing how horrific it is to be sprayed with chemicals and then you can't move for like a couple hours. It's just like a nightmare. You can't wash your hands. You can't. And then just to see what we go through. Like, I actually think every man should have to do that just to see how much of a nightmare it is for us to just like exist. Yeah. No, it's unbelievable. I mean, I mean, the whole beauty process, I'll never understand. I just don't get it. We cover ourselves in flammable carcinogenic chemicals literally <laughs> all day. You know, so I think that, I don't know, it might be nice to see the other side. Okay, so one last one. When you guys are intimate, he calls making sex. In a, with a dead serious face. We're going to make sex. Yeah, wait. Oh, fucking thank God you came home. Hey, babe, what's happening? Uh How'd the set go? You just called me wit and babe in like 15 seconds. We're going to have to circle back to that. Um, but the set went great. Thank you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. You make fine. everyone laugh? I did. Yeah. Oh, babe. Yeah. Damn, you're looking fucking hot. Thank you. What? Yeah. Uh, hey, listen, I got the fire going. I got a little wine poured. We're in LA. It's 80 degrees out. Why do you have the fire on? But thank you. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. Babe, yeah, you gotta like tear me down. I had a hard day too. I'm sorry, you know? that was wrong. I'm That's still in cool. comedy brain, you yeah. know. I know, I know. Get on babe. stage, I'm know, still babe. making it's not fair. Still, you look fucking hot. You look Thank fucking you, hot. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, hey, listen, hmm. you feel like making sex? Like for dinner? <laughs> babe, come making on. it? Come on, you look so fucking hot. I know, come but on. I feel like we have sex. Can we have sex? Come on, let's make sex. <laughs> 
God damn it. Why the fuck? You're so fucking high maintenance. Well, no, Wit. I'm just... Come on, fuck. It's not that high maintenance. Come on, I just want to make sex, man. I like I've had the fucking hardest day. Babe, come on. Let's just fucking make sex. (laughs) After school let out, you're done every day at three. Babe, I have to go over all the fucking homework. You Uh, know that. Okay, it's babe, come it's on, that's come ironic. On. You're an English teacher. You can't speak English, so maybe you should take your own test. Babe, you're so stressed. Just, come on, have, let's let's go make sex. Why aren't you? I feel like you're a man. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you're living with this. Yeah, I was going to say this is the worst <laughs> relationship of all time. I've had these kind of things where we're just like arguing about semantics, and it's like, well, I guess we should date for another four years. <laughs> I kind of love it, though. It says so much about the fights you've had, I feel like. It's like, I love the babe, babe. Like, I know what that is, just babe, babe. Babe, babe, your tits look amazing. Come on, you had a good set, right? Thank you. What does that have to do with this conversation? Oh, man, you're stressed out. Come on, let me just take you back into the bedroom. Why are you so inconvenienced? All you have to do is just kiss. No, me I down there. But we're together. We're it's gonna happen. You don't have you to get relaxed. This is know? like a lifetime movie where the teen gets pressured into sex, <laughs> like in the back of a car, and you're just like, oh no, like we live together. Ryan and Chad aren't looking. Okay, Wait, like they're not Everyone's looking. doing it. Yeah, babe. Everyone's doing. Everyone's it. doing it. Are I'm you coming? You okay? Are you the villain quarterback from the eighties? <laughs> we're not gonna win the championship okay so i to get fucking laid tonight okay well that's a lot of pressure i don't know what that yeah but to wait, do. don't are you gonna do it for like you Take, know for the fucking warriors come on i don't think i am i don't think i oh, can oh man you're letting the whole team down with if i don't have sex with you i'm the whole team's gonna be bad the at whole sports team, it's like you're fucking jinxing us i don't think i my anyone that knows a was this like a witchcraft ritual? I don't think this is science. This isn't a scientifically based argument. You're, you know, getting a little full of yourself, Wit. I, no, I just... It's time for you to take off your shirt. I don't... <laughs> Says who? <laughs> but no, it's 2.15. That means nothing about my shirt. We're in the back of my van. Take off your shirt, Wit. I Come on. You know what? You're right. Team. I should not be in the back of this van. This is my fault. I should have known that nothing good happens in the back of vans. You're right. This is on me. I'm always right, babe. No, I mean, I don't think you've been right once oh, in the babe, last you're the hottest girl in school. Thank you. Okay. Okay. We go to a small private school. There's not very many people here. <laughs> But I see what oh you're God, doing. Oh, God, I'm getting so creepy. It's like, I love this. This is Chad. This character's I name is Chad. I love that you have this man living inside <laughs> you. This man is, is so fascinating. So like, I feel like I know this guy. Of course. I've, don't dealt, all? I've dealt with this guy. That just he his game is to wear you down and make you feel like you're crazy. It's like he's gaslighting you, babe. You're jealous, right? It's like no, you're, you're so jealous. No, I, you don't have to be jealous of Becca, man. Why? You, you don't have to be jealous of Becca. When I saw you out there on the field in your tiny little skirt, I was like, oh my god, that's a whole like that's like the fucking hottest girl I've ever seen. There's no way that Becca can compete with Wit. Do you even need me for this conversation? <laughs> I feel like you're gonna just have, like, I feel like I'm just in the way of your reality. 
you're just going to tell me what I am. So maybe I should just head out of your van right now. I'm so in love with you. I want to fucking marry you with. I, I feel like you're not husband material at the moment. I feel like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Like, I me. wasn't saying like, I wasn't proposing. I haven't bought the ring yet. I was going to, but I haven't yet. You should maybe get a new car first. (laughs) If you've got some extra cash lying around, I feel like a new car that's not a van and therapy would be a better investment. Oh, so you're just all like, you're all materialistic. Man, I thought more of you. No, I just, it's... I thought you were better than that. Some terrible things have happened in this van and the karma's just bad in here. How do you know? Like, how do you know men so well? How do you tap into that that high what? school men? Like, I don't know how you just tapped into that. And you just, I what I witnessed was a relationship. I witnessed a full on relationship. Like, <laughs> that young was person. very real. It was su- it was super real. But it's not all men. It's like a specific yeah. teenage adolescent. Right. Yeah, the popular you guy in high that. school that got not everything. Not very he emotionally wanted. intelligent right. guy. You know, a Chad or a Tad, <laughs> really. Chad. But yeah. wait, but yeah, we all we've know. all like, had that guy. We've all dated that guy, and, yeah. and that guy is completely fucked with you too. Like fuck Correct. with your head, and me, and the gaslighting of making you think that you're crazy and high maintenance, and do you think and all that? Do you think he's doing that intentionally, or do you think he's smart enough to be able to do that intentionally, or he just didn't know any better, and in turn, you felt that way. Do you have a comment on your motivation or you were just so in it? You didn't even know what your motives were. I, I, I just I, I just think that they're incredibly horny and uh, and thought that there was a game. So, yes. Yeah, I do think there's like the social, uh, socialization of like uh, the assumption of women being pretty unintel- unintelligent and romantic. And I can just wear her down if I just say enough things I've heard in movies. Right. Don't yes. you think? Here's this angle, here's this angle, and then I'm going to accuse you of being jealous, you know, like the gaslighting of like, well, why are you being so high maintenance? And you're like, I'm not. And then you want to make him think you're not high maintenance, so then you acquiesce to the thing he wants. You know, it's just like, let me try every possible tactic to get laid because I'm a, you know, testosterone bomb. You know? I don't know. What do you think, Sam? I, well, I, you know, what thankfully you know? I'm not. Yeah, I'm thankfully I'm not that guy, and I don't but know many men like that. But you could have been like when that. you were like a teenager. No, I was too shy. I was too nerdy. Oh, I wasn't like so I couldn't cute. have done. Yeah, no, but you know, like guys that. like that. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, I mean, whatever. Not to open up this conversation, but yeah, there's so much. I mean, we've been in that situation so many times as a woman, where you're kind of like, I feel like I'm kind of just doing this because. I negotiated. It was like he wanted to have sex and then I negotiated down to this and that's what I'm you know, it's kind of like the conversation right now about like transactional sex. And, and like, for yeah. me, like the cute guy likes me. Like that yes. idea too is is very it's it's really Don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. Yeah, it's really heady and it's like, oh man, if the cute guy likes me, then that must mean that I am attractive for the first time in my life. And that is that's an overwhelming feeling too. But, um, and his idea, like, I just need to kind of do whatever he wants to not screw this up. Yeah. I don't, if I'm too complicated, he'll just move on to someone else. But I guess that's like kind of the nice thing about getting a little older too, is like, oh yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> You're a fucking dick. <laughs> you truly are an asshole. I'm good. This is amazing. Yeah, I'm good. And I can get, uh, whatever I can, I can make my own choices. Without feeling like... Uh, and it's not worth the aftermath of shame and embarrassment. Yeah. Like, I know how this story ends, and, like, I don't want to feel that way again. Right. So I'm just going to yes. I'm gonna pass on this. Yeah, completely. And the sex is not going to be fun for me if I'm just doing it out of obligation. Oh, you don't mean to grind, grind, grind on top of you, and then, <laughs> oh. like... 
Bye. <laughs> like, cool. Thanks. Like, you know, so yeah, I also, you know, I think that once you have good sex, it's hard to go back to that obligatory. When was the first time you had good sex in your life? Oh, wow. Great question. I think it was pretty late in my life, actually, because you don't really figure out what good sex is until you have, but it takes a while that you think it's, you're like, I guess this is what sex is. And then you have goods, probably like, not until I was like 30. Yeah. Yeah. I would say like 30. Yeah. I would agree with you. I mean, well, maybe like, yeah, 20s, but it, but it was a, a sort of developing an awareness of my own body. Yeah. That's what it is. If like, I think I spent so much time worrying about the experience of my partner. Like, do I look thin? Do I look okay? Is my yeah. hair doing the right thing? Is my eyeliner running? Like all those crazy, stupid things. Am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? How do the girls do it in porn? And what's he, right. what's going on with him? And then it would be over. And I was like, oh, I should have like been in that moment more. It took me so long to get there. Yeah. But it takes like a certain body awareness and confidence too, as a woman that we're not conditioned to necessarily. Maybe younger, I don't know, maybe like millennials are a little bit better than we are. Sorry not to group you in. Oh no, I'm not a millennial. And I think that is obvious, but um, I'm an oxygenarian. What is it? Oxygenarian? What's it? I'm an Xer or my, yeah, I'm an Xer. Well, we're, you know, we're Gen X. I'm 35. I'm Gen X. So you're Gen Y. Um, Sam, when was like the first time that you had good sex? Very late. I don't think, I don't think I became confident until. But it still felt thir- good. Thir- you 30s, just were awkward. I say like 30, yeah. Right. Oh, definitely. But, but until I was probably 31, 32, until I felt comfortable. And yeah. what, and like, and I'm always so curious with men. I, I have this thing in my head, which is obviously not true. The idea of like, it's impossible for a guy to have bad sex. You know what I mean? Cause you're always going to. You're always going to come. Yeah, yeah. You but said you're, it. But you're still like... I don't have, talk about you... dirty things. <laughs> um, but it doesn't mean it's good. It doesn't mean it's good. But it's also... I mean, for me, if I if I don't see my partner having an amazing time, it's going to affect me and my performance yeah. and, and all of that. I, I need to see... I need the whole... See, that's amazing because I feel like the conversation we're all sort of trying to have right now is the idea of sex being good for... And, like, and men being able to attune to the experience of the woman of, right. like, is she really into this or is she just yeah. pretending she's into this or is she, you know... And, like, you seem to really check in and be empathetic. I, I have to. I want to. Otherwise, I won't have fun either. That speaks to you, though, that it feeds your ego too that if your partner's having a really good time then that makes you feel a absolutely bit more of like a man yeah, you get or a whatever. nice energy boost to like you know show her a great time i guess i don't want you to get graphic but yeah it's just is that maturity or what is that is it nature is it nurture it's like i mean it also experience, is experience yeah it's just yeah it's, i do it's, think though some you know and not all obviously and i think that's what this conversation is happening is like so many people are getting defensive about like well not all guys are like that and it's like we know that's why we are pointing <laughs> out the ones that aren't because there's so many good ones and th- those aren't highlighted like no one's coming out with a list of here's all the great guys you know like <laughs> that's not but um i think that's i don't know i think that most healthy well-adjusted men want the woman to enjoy it but there are some guys out there who don't want them to and they get off on that somehow and i think i don't what kind of mental illness is going on there but i think those are the guys that we're scared of when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue nile.com you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Just a segue to your movie, which I saw with my wife last night. Whoa. I learned so much about women. Cool. Like blew my mind some of the things when you actually, you know, when you cut to the okay. brain and this is the this is why it really says this. I'm like, it's making so much sense to me now. It really is. Every man should see this movie. That makes me so happy. Um, and Seriously. also every woman to see because there is some stuff about guys as oh, well. No, I mean, I, I'm thinking I that this is a date movie. I'm I hope yes. so. And if you're single, you can go see it too alone. Be that guy. Um, but uh, that was the idea is when I read the book, I, I was like overwhelmed with like patience for the other gender, the men and the women in my life. And instead of saying like, oh, that girl I work with is crazy. I was like, oh, that girl I work with, her amygdala gets activated a lot, you know? And <laughs> like, and I found myself not dismissing people and um, and it just was such a relief. And it made me have so much more patience for myself of like, why do I always want to, uh, like the guys I'm dating, I have to pull their ingrown hairs out and pop their zits. I get obsessed and they're like, I'm like looking at their back and like plucking hairs. And I'm like, am I crazy? But we get endorphins from it. I saw that scene and I'm like, it makes sense when Amy does that. She always feels the need to groom me and she gets really excited about it. And I didn't understand that until I saw that, that scene. You with should James worry Morrison. when she doesn't want to do it. That, <laughs> yes. You know, that's when you should worry. And that's what I tell my boyfriend. I'm like, you should, if, when I don't want to pop your zits, that's yeah. when we have a problem, you know, but I'm like chasing him around with tweezers and, you know, so there's a biological basis for a lot of this behavior. And like, I think that what we learned was like, everything that annoys you about your wife or girlfriend or boyfriend right now probably would have saved your life 2000 years ago. It's just our primordial biology hasn't evolved to catch up with all this technology and progress and how safe we are now, you know? The movie's called Female Brain, February 6th. I want to make sure. I, I, I think that it's 9th. February 9th, I excuse think it's me. 9th. February 9th. I always conflate those numbers. Um, so wait, Whitney, will you tell us a little bit about your experience directing and... I can't even imagine what it would be like to talk to another actor about how to like tap into something. I mean, I could, but I would feel annoyed with myself. Me too. So that's what I, I think that's what I got some really good advice in the beginning, which was just cast actors that you're not going to want to direct cast actors that you just want to let, you know, and I just cast like great people, like incredible just cast. called, I, I asked you, I think, but you couldn't do it. You were working on something. Maybe you didn't even mom. get it. Yeah. You were working on, on mom. And, uh, but I basically just went all, to all the people that I'm like a huge fan of that. I was like, they're never going to do it. But list them. List, try. Who's Sophia in Vergara is in it. Cecily Strong from SNL. Blake Griffin. Ama by the he's way, amazing. Amazing. Right? I mean, he's in the news right Lucy now. Punch. Yeah. Lucy yes, Punch. Lucy Punch is I love her. Yeah. heaven. I had worked with her on something else and I literally couldn't call cut because I just wanted to see what she kept doing. She's so incredible. Um, Lucy Punch, Beanie Feldstein, um, who's in Lady Bird. Who plays your boyfriend or the plays your love interest? Toby Kebble. Toby Kebble. You okay. know him. Do you remember the first season of Black Mirror, the original one? Yeah. Yeah. The entire history of you episode where they had the cameras yes. in their head. Oh, that's. Uh, he was like, he's an incredible dramatic actor and I was such a fan of his is work. Is he British? 
He's he's British. Oh, okay, cool. He was in Fantastic Four. He was in um, Ben Hur. Like he's in all these big studio movies. And for some, I just I just think that people who are great at drama are actually also could be good at comedy because you just play it straight. You know, like Leslie Nielsen is one of my favorite actors because he never tried. He yeah. was just played the reality of it. So I was I just always had a thing for him, and I always wanted to work with him. And I asked him, and by some miracle, we got him. But he's good, right? So good. Oh, amazing! It's always interesting to find a actor that both men and women like. I think a lot of times it's like girls like him or guys like him. And I really want to find someone that both people could. I really wanted to hate him, but he was so charming. Did that's I'll tell you one of my favorite scenes. My favorite scene in the movie that was the scene where he picks you up on the date for the date <laughs> and getting into the car, the whole yeah, yeah, opening yeah. The door scene. Yeah. Yeah. It which is which we shot it was the last shot of the night. We the police were coming to kick us out because we had already overstayed our welcome and we're so over time in like a domestic neighborhood. So we only were able to do two takes with two cameras. So the interesting part of that scene is there's so little coverage of it. But so it we works had, in the wide. It totally does. Thank you. That's so nice. We had to shoot like in a tree because we weren't allowed to shoot on the street. It was like I, I, that's what directing a movie is, is you just have so much PTSD around all the drama behind the scenes that it's hard to even enjoy sometimes but I'm glad you liked it it's kind of about like you know a lot of my guy friends complain about like what am I supposed to do with women now it's like are, are we allowed to be chivalrous or is that patronizing like if a guy takes you on a date do you want him to open the door for you or are you like I can open my own door you know yeah I don't I don't know it's confusing I, it, I guess it's all about the undercurrent yeah you know it's it's like if if somebody wants to open the door for me then that would be amazing but I wouldn't want it to feel obligatory. That's uh, fascinating. But you know, you yes. know. I don't want you to feel like you have to do it. You're going to be a slightly judgmental if the guy doesn't open the door. I know. No, I, I don't really? even know if it would occur to you me. Would, you, would, you would think, that's weird that he didn't open the door. Because most gentlemen uh, will open the door I, for someone. It wouldn't, I don't know if it would really occur to me because I would automatically go to open the door myself. And it wouldn't necessarily occur to me until like. No, you're not going to wait for him to open the door. So but if, if, your he wife, make, if he makes the, yeah. If your wife opens the door, are you like, let me open the door? Or are you guys married now and you're just like open your own damn door? It, it, de it depends on what side of the car I'm walking on. Got it. Like if I'm walking towards the car where it's the passenger side, then I'll open the door for her. But if we're walking on, on opposite, it's just, it's it like all depends got on it. you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's it about convenience. Right? Yeah, convenience. <laughs> totally. It's too, it's too complicated because it truly yeah. is about the intention. That's a good point. Like, I don't want like, you to open it because you feel like you have to. Uh, right. Or or because it, it truly doesn't occur to me. I didn't grow up in that age where um people did that it was like you know people would show up at my dorm room stoned and be like oh you want to go get a slice of pizza okay, romance. i'll pay for it oh, okay, if a guy, my, like student union card if a guy's asking i got this <laughs> on me baby um if a guy asks you to dinner right now do you let him pick you up or do you meet him at the restaurant you're famous so that's tricky let's pretend you're not famous is it a first date first date um, good question. Good, good way to specify. Oh God, God. I, if, I, and it, let me throw, let me do you one better. Right. He says, I'll pick you up at seven. Cause then you have to fight back if you want to meet him there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. You're, I'm, I'm, you're going to let me pick you up. That'd be great. A complete stranger. You're going to let me come to your house and know where you live and put you in my car. Yep. Sounds great. Got my student union card. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Maggiano's takes a student union card. <laughs> I see. I think that like if you really if you want it to work, I think on some level you do have to let him pick you up um, and let him run things. On the first date, though, yeah. I mean, it, here's the thing: if a but will, should a guy always offer on the first date, or should would he think that might be a little? You know, I think she nailed it. 
it depends on the intention. If it feels like he's like, so should I pick you up? It's like, well, don't do it because you feel like you right, have to because right. it's in like, movies. No, then if if that, if it was phrased like that, yeah. I would be like, you know what? Uh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Fuck. I have to learn my lines for tomorrow. Yeah. Don't think I can do it. Right. But here's another thing. I think that it's also the guy that I went out with that I'm dating now, we met on our first date at a restaurant and we met there. But I think the city's important too. So we were in New York and it was just like- Oh yes, yeah. that's different. You can't pick yep. me up in yep. New York. Right. It's no. slow to stop at a cab. Right. It's weird. I don't want to meet you for the first time in a cab. And in LA, it's like, if you live in Venice and I live in the Valley, let's just meet in the middle. I don't want you to driving all the way here and then take, I don't want it to become like a road trip movie. Do people Uber on first dates? Do you think? I think I would Uber like two- no, I want my car. Why? Just so you have an exit yes. anytime? I can get out. I don't yeah. want to be waiting for an Uber. I've done that awkward. The pool, the pool showed up. Whoops, I got to get in a pool. Now I'm in a pool. What about the first date jitters where you feel like, you know, a couple of cocktails will help. So we're going to Uber instead and, and, uh, and, and, I guess it depends. I guess you just have to like feel, I think it's like the kind of thing it's like where if you like the guy, he can, or you like the girl, they can do no wrong. And if you don't like them, it annoys, you know, I think it really just matters how much you like them. So, um, you know, it's like, it always used to drive me nuts that the guy I'm with would put the toilet seat, leave the toilet seat up. The guy I'm with now, I don't care. Right. right. It's like the, yes. Yes. I'm like, it's charming and I'm like happy to put it down. But if it's someone I'm not into, I'm like, your level of tolerance completely adjusts to how much- like sort of in love you are. So I think that there's no hard and fast rule, but that scene was kind of designed to sort of just show this power struggle of like, yeah, it's like this uh, women, you can still be, let the man do things for you. And you're not like a bad feminist or like weak, or he's not patronizing you. Some, he just allowing someone to just do something nice for you. I like that. uh, Cause I love love. That's it. But protect your heart. She says it all the time. Uh, I know. That's where I stole it from her. I saw it. I sent her you a picture of it. It's I know on Fairfax. I know there was a thing on the sidewalk uh, that said "Protect your heart," oh, and I was thank this you. cinematic moment. Um, but yeah, so we basically just want to explore all these social constructs. And, and I think that, you know, there's a lot of conversation about like how much pressure women are under. We just talked about it, right? The self-tanner and the eyelashes and the looking a certain way. But there's also a lot of pressure on you guys that we don't really address. Like, what are you supposed to do with us? Like, you know, my boyfriend is constantly trying to figure out, like, let me do something for you. Does he ever feel the need to constantly entertain you? Um, he's very entertaining, in general. So does he have to be on in order to continue to get your attention or could you have moments and dates where you're just sitting there doing nothing? I told him very early on. And I think that I have, maybe you have to do this too. Like I just gave him permission, like, just so you know, I love being boring and I love doing Mm -hmm. nothing. And I don't need every day to be like, like we're zinging, we're zinging, you know, like I love saying nothing and I I want permission to be boring and not have to be on all the time, and I'll give it to you also. Of course, it's just a comfort factor at that point. Then then you know if you can if you can be boring with someone and still love that person and you're still excited to be with them. It's my dream it's to like skip to year four. <laughs> yes, I want to be on year four by date two. <laughs> it's like kind of my dream, and uh, so I just told him very early on what my needs are because I think before I made this movie and before I you know did some introspection, like I used to think like oh the guy has to guess everything I want. I don't even really know what I want, but he should figure it out. You know, it was just like so much smoke and mirrors and and just wasn't a lot of direct communication. So now I'm just like, here's my deal. I like to stay home a lot. This is what I'm into. This is what I'm not into. Sexually, I'm able to say like, I'm not into that. And that's okay. 
you know, that sort of stuff. I was, I wasn't really able to do that in my twenties. And I think especially in, in what we do being, feeling so exposed all the time creatively, it's so nice to go back to somebody that feels where you feel a complete level of intimacy where it's not necessarily sexually, but just companionship where it's like, okay, I've been performing all day long. I've been performing all day long. I've been like sort of exposing myself in this, in this realm. Now I want to snuggle up in bed and feel like, ah, this is, this is my best friend. This is a companionship. And this is like what I, you know, what I want, I want to make money in this world and feel fulfillment in this world of, you know, exposure and entertainment and then be able to feel like, okay, hopefully one day I'm 93 and I'm with like my partner and, you know, and I don't know, staring at a lemon tree or whatever. I'm staring at a retirement home. Like would I have (laughs) euphoric dementia? I'm going to get euphoric dementia. You nailed it, I think, with like, it took me so long to learn that intimacy and sex are, are not, do not go hand in hand. Sometimes the most intimate thing you can do is go like, I'm not feeling it right now. And not have, the most, sometimes the most intimate thing you can do is not have sex and just lie together and fall asleep, you know, or, um, you know, I think we've all had sex without intimacy and you can also have intimacy without sex. So that's, and to be able to just go home and yeah, not have to perform and be able to be authentic with someone. That, that like there's there's your safe space, um, and so there's fulfillment in both arenas, you know. Yeah, both camps. I think I know something can work if I don't feel pressure to be funny around them. And I'm like, oh, you accept me unconditionally, and I don't have to like be on and like yeah. do work around you. That's that. That's a living nightmare. Wait, show me your tits. Look, <laughs> you've seen most of my body parts. <laughs> hey, should we do a collar? Yeah, let's do okay. it. Okay. Um. Hey, Whitney, do you mind if we do no, a caller? No. Yeah, we'll probably only have time for one. Okay. All right, so we're going to call Alex, female Alex. She is 23. Hello. Hey, Alex, it's Sim. Hi, Sim. How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm going to introduce you to Anna right now. Hi, Alex. It's Anna. Hi, Anna. And we're here with Whitney Cummings. She's incredible. Oh, my gosh. How are you? Hi, Alex. She's in Texas. I forgot to mention Where that. Where in Texas? Uh, I'm like a little outside of Houston. I got it. So, Alex, tell us what's happening with your boyfriend. Yeah, so uh, my boyfriend and I have been dating for almost two years now. And uh, we're doing long distance while I'm in medical school. And so he lives with his best guy friend from college. Um, and they live about three and a half hours away from me. And so... Uh, my boyfriend's roommate has a friend who is a girl who's thinking of moving to the same city as them. And so whenever their lease is up, my boyfriend's roommate wants the three of them to get like a three bedroom house or apartment together. And so I completely trust my boyfriend and he is amazing and long distance has been going really well for us. Um, but the idea of him living with a girl kind of made me uncomfortable. And so I really just wanted some outside advice on if this is just me overreacting um, or if you guys think that, I don't know what, I just kind of wanted to hear y'all's opinion on it. Have you met the girl? uh, Sorry to cut you off, Alex. Have you met the girl? Yeah, I have. Um, We all went to college together. So I've met her before. Do you like her as a 
as a friend or do you feel sort of inherently like, or I don't know, maybe a little tug of jealousy of like with her? Like, I know you trust yeah, him. Um, do you trust her? Uh, I do. Um, she's, she's really cool. And I like, don't really think anything would happen, but it still just like, doesn't really sit super well with me. And so I just kind of wanted to hear y'all's opinion about it and just what you think of like the situation in general. Oh boy. I totally understand how you're feeling, but I will say that even if you were to express your feelings, I don't think it's in your best interest um, to express any kind of insecurity or jealousy um, because it, it feels like it's sort of a lose-lose. If you do express your feelings, he could get defensive and um, maybe even create, I don't know, I don't know, like maybe there could you know be a situation that's, um, that hasn't happened yet. I, I just don't know how you would say – because you're, you're essentially sort of powerless in this situation. You can't make him not live with her. And because you guys are young um, and all starting on like sort of with this new adventure, um, I don't think there's a way you could request that without him feeling – Attack. Like, but yours, you just said something that kind of blew my mind. Um, Alex, like, you know, I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, well, you are powerless. That's so interesting. But we're powerless. Our loved ones run into 500 people a day. You know, like you're in medical school, like you probably work with a ton of dudes. And he's probably like, whoa, she's working with all these guys that are going to be doctors. Like, what if she leaves <laughs> me for, you know, it's like, I think we all have to do We have, right. you know, um, our boyfriends and girlfriends, they go to work every day and they spend 12 hours with, you know, you guys worked. I mean, is your wife jealous of Anna or, you know, sort of thing. Like, I think we all have these in our life, whether it's their, you know, it's as intense as living with the girl. But when you work with someone 12 hours, like, I get jealous all the time when. Yeah. I think that that's like been, it's something that we talk a lot about on the podcast is that as I get older, I feel less and less jealous of the other women in my life. And I'm so grateful for that because it allows me to have more confidence in myself and be able to give myself um, more freedom in my female friendships and more love, you know, that I can, I can value the people in my life a little more without being so self-consumed. Um, I don't think you should put that kind of pressure on yourself right now exactly. As all of this sort of progresses, it's an unfortunate position because you can't demand that uh, she doesn't live with your boyfriend because then he'll, he could change tactics and sort of weirdly be like, well, what's, you know, why are you so insecure? Why are you jealous? Controlling. Yeah. 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 I could drive away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but if that does happen, you know, that might not be the right person for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Um, yeah. So, I, I I've know. had, it's weird. It's so interesting you've said that. It's like I found in the past when I've, struggle with jealousy issues with girls like because I don't the un I think instead like like a couple girls that like in our 20s um we were sort of you know there's always some jealousy I think it has definitely yeah. happened to me way more when I was younger and like in the last like two years we've come together and be like I used to be so jealous of you and the girls like I was jealous of you and we're like what were we thinking like maybe there's just a way that you could you know be friends with her Maybe, That's a really interesting mm-hmm. idea. Maybe you go down and like say, let's get dinner and like spend some time with her. And if there's red flags, you can deal with that when you do. But maybe she could be your ally instead of your enemy. Type Alex, thing. would you want to do that? Because that's a pretty I good like tactic. And it yeah, doesn't that have to like a great idea. It doesn't have to be like coming from a manipulative place. Right, like, let me control not. her mind so she doesn't steal my of man type not. thing. But, but I think it might just take away some of the mystery I, of like who is this woman? Completely. Because she's probably just awesome, and you might be like, I'm so glad that he has a woman that's actually filling the refrigerator with food <laughs> and taking care <laughs> of, you know, like. But also, clock Alex, how um, how 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 much you like this guy and clock how um if there's like sort of manipulation tactics in any of it you know if he if you feel like he's attempting to make you feel jealous like you know if he calls you at like 2 a.m and he's like sorry i didn't call you at nine when i said i was going to we were out all night and like just just clock you don't have to, to attack i'm but but clock if um you know, don't don't ignore like I've done in my past, ig- ignoring sort of the red flags because it's important that you feel really good about yourself and really good about this relationship, and that he makes you feel really good. And maybe I don't know, maybe there's a world where you tell him like, you know, this this does make me feel insecure. Uh, you know, I wish it that it didn't. You make me feel loved, but it it's it is a little bit uncomfortable. Um, that you're living with this, you know, this cool woman. And can we talk about this a little bit more or however you can phrase it in sort of a but timing un- is everything with that. right? T- yes. Oh yeah, of course. Yes. 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 Cannot be after think- like a, like a bar night. <laughs> I think that like, it's interesting because it doesn't seem like you, it seems like you trust him. Uh, and mm-hmm. you know, but I think as women were so conditioned to like be competitive with each other. Um, and, Maybe there's something, you know, like I know that the way I saw my mom be, you know, I don't know. Maybe there's something going on there um, and just I think maybe figuring out if she's a true threat or if it's just your primal brain going like 
that's my man. And there's a way, you know, that's a very primal instinct, you know, like I remember I was dating this guy once and he had someone that worked for him cleaning his home. And I walked in and just saw this woman doing laundry in my boyfriend's house. And I just like, I, I went a little crazy. <laughs> like I just found myself being like, I'll do it. I'll do the laundry. <laughs> I didn't want to do the laundry. I just, I got territorial and that's, you know, kind of a natural primal mama bear instinct, you know, like, um, I have friends that get weird when a, someone babysits their kids. They're like, okay, don't get too close to that. You know, like it, having another woman around your man in his home is, is, you know, there's also a real biological sort of thing going on there. Hey Alex. Okay. Before we let you go a couple more questions. So, um, uh, like on a scale of one to 10, how in love are you with your boyfriend? It's, it's pretty up there. I'd say like a nine, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I also like really appreciate it though, that he just kind of told me like right off the bat, like the day after his roommate had mentioned it to him, it wasn't like he was trying to hide or like be manipulative about oh, it. Oh, that's good. Like that. That's good. Um, I think it was kind of more what you were saying, Whitney, just about the like primal reaction, I guess. I mean, it, it's so, not ideal. How old are you guys? Do you mind if I ask? Is she's that, 23. You're 23. There is a point where you're like, okay, what's like appropriate, you know? Like there's mm-hmm. there's a certain point where it's like, okay, like we should live together. I know you're in med school, you know, but I'm just curious. You know, I wonder if her, I'm always curious the other girl's side. She's probably like, oh God, I don't want to live with this guy. His girlfriend's <laughs> in Houston and he's like, she's probably just annoyed as annoyed about it as you are. She's like, can we please live alone? Like, this is weird. <laughs> was there any flirtation in college between them? Um, no, there was never anything like that. Um, they were always, they're like not even that good of friends. It's more his roommate and her who are pretty good friends. And so she's like visited a couple times. Why did I think she was the girlfriend of the other roommate? She's just a friend? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, does that change things? A little bit. I think I thought that she was the roommate, the guy roommate's girlfriend for some reason. Does she have a boyfriend? Do you know? Not that I know of. I don't think so. Okay. Same same advice? Same advice, I think. Um, I just, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to put myself where I was when I was 23. And I I don't think I would, I'm I'm not as good a woman as you, Alex. I'd probably be a little <laughs> more scared. But again, like my brain is just looking for a way to control things. I'm like, well, if he, she's got a boyfriend, I'm safe. It's like, that's not true either. You know, so I'm looking for <laughs> ignore me. Anna, let's give her some final advice. Yeah, listen to Anna. I think the final advice would be, um, I think just constantly gauge how happy he makes you and how much he makes you value yourself. And if you start to feel um, hints of like whatever this roommate sort of infiltrating in any way, just maybe take a step back and understand that, I don't know, for me, it feels like the 20s are for growth anyway. Um, Even though I was uh, like, I've always been a romantic and a long-term relationship person, which annoys the shit out of me, but I am, I can't help it. I would clock those things and, you know, protect your heart, like Whitney says. And I would be a little bit wary of expressing too much jealousy with anger mm-hmm. um I, I would i would express to him though like your uncertainty if you can do it in or like it, hey how would you feel if i lived with a guy would that make you uncomfortable 
Right. You but know? that, but it, ha- it all has to be about timing. Like Sim said, yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Like it has, because, because young brains sometimes wrap their head. They're like, Oh, oh what the fuck? Yes. Like, why are you going crazy? Yes. And yes. it's like, I'm not, I'm just trying to tell you that this makes me insecure. Wouldn't it make you insecure as a rational person? Yeah. Here's what I'm afraid. Of. I'm afraid of this guy saying to his buddies, hey, so my girlfriend said this and that and she's being really controlling and making me feel like I'm going to have sex with her. And like, and then the guy is saying, hey, what are you doing with her? She's long distance, you're 23. You can, I mean, I just don't want yeah. other friends getting in, in his oh, ear of course, as well. But, but so, if he is telling other friends that, then Alex has to fucking dump him. <laughs> if he's telling other friends that, yeah, and then, then it's done. Of course. I also but but that's what but guys will do that for Of they, course they, they will. They'll go to their buddies for advice. Idiots. Of here's course. The, yeah. Here's the real victim in this situation is the girl. Why would she want to live with two guys? She's not dating. <laughs> this seems like <laughs> this is a nightmare. It seems like she's she needs to call in for some advice cuz she's making bad choices. <laughs> Why do you want to live in a, a, a bedroom one bedroom with Axe body spray in the bathroom? It's, 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 it's it sounds like a disgusting place to live first of all. So right, like the filthiest She's going to move out in a month. I promise you. <laughs> you don't have to worry about this for too long. Hey Alex, will you let us know what's going on and and listen also just, you know, protect yourself. This is like this is one of those situations that I could have seen myself in. Yeah, me too. Um, and it's a tricky one. It's dicey. Uh, yeah, and and just just look for the clues and don't, you know, and, and attempt to not reveal your hand too much. I guess in terms of because you you just don't want him, like him to be like oh you to make you feel crazy. Right, you get that one bad reaction and right. everything changes, especially then, at that age. Cuz yeah. then yeah, cuz I was in that in my 20s. I was like, "Oh, I'm crazy. I am crazy. I'm this crazy actress." Yeah. Oh my god, nobody likes me. Oh my god, you're right. Like I was telling my boyfriend at the time like, "Oh, oh, I yes, you're right. I'm so sorry. Uh, I know you're not attracted to anybody else." <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> well, it's like that's the other thing I think it's I like, wish. Of course, <laughs> I wish someone had told me when I was like, trust your gut. If you have a pit in your stomach, if you have ropes in your exactly. stomach, always trust your gut. I promise yeah. you, like, because your physiology can't lie. Yeah. Your brain can talk yourself in and out of things, but you can't have a fake physiological reaction to something. So, I wish I had trusted my gut more. Me too, Alex. But thank I, you so and much. And Alex, good luck with law. Oh, with med school. Med school, law school. Yeah, you're going to be fine. No yeah. matter what. No happens. kidding. <laughs> Can I borrow no some No kidding. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Alex. Thank Please y'all. keep us posted. I will. Love y'all. Love, love you. you. I love you, Alex. Bye. Oh, boy. What? I, God. I, I felt like that is just a scenario I could relate to. Wow. What do you do? I, I just, my thing is, are there no two bedrooms available? Here's a superficial question. How much will looks play into this? Uh, that's the thing my brain, I've been rattling around right. in my brain, is like, have you met her? Are you just the primal? I don't think that it, she would have called if looks if she, didn't play into right. it. That's a really good point. That's like, a really good if there point. wasn't yeah. like a like an undercurrent of But jealousy. then again, sometimes sure. for guys, looks don't play into it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's like, true. it's, uh, yeah. who knows? I don't know. That's a really, a really hard one. Yeah, I would well. I would struggle with that. I mean, I just think that like if you meet the girl and if you're like, are we cool, you know, and have like an adult sort of interaction and they might actually end up being best friends. Yeah, I'm sure this woman is not looking to bang her boyfriend. Yeah. You know, she's not, you know, so I think they'll be fine. Yeah. What? 
<laughs> what do you mean what? I mean her. She's looking for. I don't mean to throw Alex roommates. under the bus right now, at all. <laughs> Alex, stop listening. <laughs> but yeah, how do you know? Because well, it might it might not be him specifically, okay. but I do think that at that age. Yeah, it's like you want attention anywhere you can get it. So you're going to have sex with your roommate who has a girlfriend. I'm not sure, but I do think... If you drank the way some of us drank yeah, at 23, yeah, it might not be that yeah. much of a and, uh, premeditation. And I I was able to convince myself early on that my boyfriends were incredible and they loved me so much. Yeah. When, you know, turns out whatever, like... Maybe they didn't love me as much as I love them. Or, or they or, didn't have the tools. They didn't have the tools. Or they like tighter pussies. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Thanks, dear listeners. <laughs> Your movie's coming out February 9th. It's called The Female Brain. And is it just uh, New York and L.A. or is it released? No, it's a bunch of cities, but okay. they, I'll tweet them, I guess. Oh, perfect. I don't know them all. All the major ones. And then it's on all the things. All the, all the, all the on-demand sh- all things. All the things, all the apps, yeah. all the websites. All Whitney, the things. thank the, you so much. I love you guys. I love you, you too. Thanks so much. And you're amazing. You and, are. You are. Um, I, and, and I love your movie, and I just love that you came back again. Thank you for having me. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Yes, please. Anytime. <laughs>